Hello. Wow, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. I don't even know what we're talking about today. I'm not gonna lie to you. I can. <laughs> I completely forgot how our intro went. Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, remember. Okay, well, hey guys, welcome back to our podcast, Late Night Reality. Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good minute. I think about a year. Mm-hmm. About a year. Life moves on. People have shit to do. It's been about a year. I think. We kind of had like a little moment and we just dropped off the grid. Yeah. But we're back. <laughs> Consistently? I don't know. I, I doubt it. <laughs> I highly <laughs> doubt it. Okay, so today's topic, I think, unpopular opinions. Mm-hmm. Hmm, let me think. Uh, do you want to go first? I don't know. Okay, I think you go first. But how controversial are we going? Uh, I don't do you want, like shake some stuff. You know, do you want people to shiver? <laughs> I have no clue. I feel like a lot of people know my general opinions on things because I'm very vocal about most of my opinions. So, yeah. like. I feel like nothing I say is going to be shocking. Oh, I've got one. I was going to post it on Instagram, but mm-hmm. I was that I it's in my drafts because I was like, mm. but this is my thing. Now the question is interracial couples. How do you feel about them? Now, look, I am prone to dabble in <laughs> the fair skin, but I've realized <laughs> Same with your taste. Same. I realized um, white <laughs> Caucasians. The Caucasians. Yeah, no, I dabble, but I've been thinking a lot about it and like everything. And I feel like my thing is, and I don't even think this is an unpopular opinion. I think this is just an opinion. I refuse to date a white person if you're not gonna show up when you need to show up. And what I mean by that is. If you know your family member is being all sorts of racist and whatever, yeah, and like you know, I like, and I don't give a flying hoot if like you don't want to make a scene, you best make a scene or best believe <laughs> no, I'm <honestly>. leaving you. <laughs> if your and grandma like, wants to come and call me a fucking cotton picker, exactly, a porch monkey, and you know, exactly, about it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> break his knees exactly because me and i'm not about to sit here and be disrespected (laughs) i'd rather just leave i'm like so i think that's just my that's why i've been like i've been thinking about it a lot um also i feel like dating someone who's white and dating someone who's another person of color are two very different like vibes i think like I don't know, it's weird because like I've been thinking about it a lot lately in terms of like what it is to date someone who's not of the same race as you and like how you maneuver spaces. And I realized that I feel like a lot of the time when we refer to interracial couples, we refer to a couple with a person of color and a white person. Yeah. Barely ever do we mean like, oh, you know, this interracial couple with this black and indian person 
because I mean, you know, there are dynamics. Like we have a lot of relatives who've done that. Um, there are dynamics, but I think that when people, the dynamics are not racism based, if that makes sense, the dynamics are more like, hmm, is this person's culture gonna come into my culture type vibes? Yeah. So yeah, that's I guess that's my unpopular opinion. What about you? I think if elders don't respect you, you don't owe them respect in return. Yeah, especially you know, when you're an adult. Some black people, <laughs> they they wanna they wanna fight me on that. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I get where you're coming from, but it's not disrespectful for me. Mm. It's you disrespect me, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. And look, when you're a kid, I think it's different to when you're an adult because, yeah. like, when you're a child. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. My brother backtalks me. I feel my ancestors taking over me. (laughs) I I could never let that happen. Um, That being said, I'm an adult. Yeah. I'm not going to be disrespected, especially if, like, you have your own space. I'm not going to be disrespected in my own home by no aunt or uncle. You know what I mean? Who comes here trying to act big like exactly leave <laughs> you can't leave my space like we need to understand that yes i am younger than you but mm-hmm. that no way means you can talk to me somehow somehow exactly you know? exactly but my thing exactly. is that if i go ahead and talk to you somehow somehow then i'm that's a problem <laughs> literally that's my chance is that if we're gonna be disrespectful then we must be disrespectful, but don't try, don't don't try to be acting different exactly. when I disrespectful. It's even more problematic if now your mom wants to tell you to shut up and just let it be. Yeah, like no, literally, supposed to be on my side here. You know? Literally, feel some uncles coming at me. Stand by me. I'm your kid. You know. Yeah. Don't be there from some generation. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, no, I don't deal with that. Look. And this, I think, also goes with the interracial dating thing. I don't give a hoot a nanny what generation, whoever is from. They best learn. To, they were racist then. They're racist now. They were sexist then. They were sexist now. They were homophobic then, and they were homophobic now. They were assholes back then, and they are assholes now. Like... And I don't have to deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not my job to deal with people and, like, problematic facts. Just people who are problematic. The kicking in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm Heike playing Minecraft. (laughs) You know what? Literally, I was like, this sounds like Minecraft. (laughs) Should I just want to be like, yo, are you playing Minecraft? That's crazy. Yeah, no. Tux has a server. So I'm I'm on that server right now. At the moment. Yeah. But, like, look, another unpopular opinion of mine, and this is just my shenanigans. This is how I feel in general. But I feel like women of color, actually not even women of color, I feel like femme-presenting people of color owe nothing to mask-presenting people of color, especially black men and black and black mask presenting people because this is an inclusive podcast Please and i do un- in just a little louder for the people who just don't get it femme present and i'll say yeah femme presenting people of color owe nothing to mask presenting people of color and 
this is my chat because look, I've always I I fundamentally believe this. White woman, black men and black mask presenting black mask presenting people and white gay men are all on the same level in my opinion 100%. they're all they're 100%. all the same they all white women and black men have the same position in society literally literally one step away from power and privilege and so they abuse that proximity to power and privilege you know what and so when... you're saying one of my mm. white western women Aunt, um, oh, what's this word? Oppressed. Yeah, I feel that. I, I'm. I, so, I feel I that. Help, you know, like yes, sexism and shit like that, but you're not oppressed in 2021. Yep. yep. I think the only way it's only I think the only way as a white woman you can be oppressed is generally if you're a part of the LGBT community. And even then, you still have a frick ton of privilege. But look, yeah, we have to acknowledge, like, what happens to the LGBT community. But, like, if you are generally a white, cishet woman, you're not a... There's nothing you can... Look, it's not 1957. If you're getting paid less in comparison, you're still getting paid more than literally every other group. So White women get paid more than black men. That's yes. How crazy it is. Yes, they so get paid more than black men. Yeah. Black general stand. Black women get paid the least. I out of like all the other groups. This is the chat, and this is what I always say: like black women are the most oppressed group. I remember having this conversation with people in talks, and they were like, "Look," and there were um a person was like, oh, "You know." queer women are the most oppressed group and i was like no you're not black <laughs> women black queer women are that the was most a bold oppressed. statement I, exactly i was like look black queer women actually black trans women are the most oppressed group in like modern history and even then it's still blackness and they're like yeah but i'm not talking about race and i'm like you can't bring up one factor of intersectionality and then ignore another factor of intersectionality my thing is they're always like yeah but this isn't about race Baby, it's always about race. It's always about race. And I I saw it in the Real Housewives. Let me tell you. They were like, they were like, look, and Garcelle said it well. She was like, because they were having this chat. And Garcelle said it well. Garcelle was like, look, it might not be about race for you. And that in itself is a privilege. But I wake up, I go to sleep, I'm black. Whenever the world people see me, they see me first as black. They don't see me first as being this, that, and the other. They see my skin tone first, and they see me as being black first. So in order for you, and this is, and this goes back to what I was saying about interracial couples, is that if you don't understand that wherever I go, that is what I'm getting perceived at first, then exactly. you don't deserve to be with me. Because look... The thing that white people like to say of, I don't see color, baby, bullshit. I don't see where you're coming from, but it's nonsense. You I say you choose to not see color. You're not seeing my background. You're not seeing where I'm coming exactly. from. Exactly. Don't see my struggles. Ex- I think you choose not to see color. Genuinely. I think exactly. a person when a person says they don't see color, it's because they're choosing not to see color. Because look, exactly. it's easy for you to say I don't see color because color doesn't affect you. Being white doesn't affect you. Like no one goes, oh eh, when being literally, even here in South Africa, look, white people stay to themselves. They actively choose to be to keep themselves separate from the other racial groups 
And then when we say, oh, why, why, when we say, look, no, 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 white people, they're like, oh, reverse racism. And you're like, but have you guys actually spent any time getting to know us or why the issues like this or anything yeah. like that? No. And then you say reverse racism because race has never affected you because it's never been a situation. You re- you're never confronted with the reality that you're white. And exactly. so people are screaming in your face about you being a racist, which you probably are. But exactly. anyway. See, my thing as well is that when you on TikTok, you see all this like black praise, right? This black mm. ex- And then white people want to be like, okay, but if the roles are reversed... I'm like, this has nothing to do with you. How do you take a black woman being praised? Literally. Like, but a white woman being praised, my guy, if white women being praised, that would still very much be a problem. Literally. Literally. Look, <laughs> when people when my people say the the roles are if the roles are reversed, I'm like, this is I'm like, okay, I don't know if you think I was bored yesterday, but this is called a red herring. You're trying to gaslight me into like using this hypothetical situation to prove exactly. a point where let's say the roles were reversed let's you know what we would have to do in order for the roles to be reversed let's go let's 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 do this mm. let's we'd have to undo the slave trade africans would have to mm-hmm. well, africans would have to invade europe mm-hmm. after invading europe impose systematic racism one systematic oh, racism yeah, is imposed in, exactly ahead. exactly calling them all the slurs calling them all the shade all that all that ish and then we'll see what the roles look like reversed. Then we can see. <laughs> why are you fighting? You know what I mean? White women are praised every day. You guys are put in magazines, billboards, on a daily basis. They're I, the beauty standards. Black honey, you know? Like, it's rare to see a, like a black hun. Not, not some mixed race hun, not like a light skin hun, like a black hun, you know? Like, it's crazy. It's it's you know it's a lot like i don't know black women deserve way more than they're given and i think white women genuinely look during the suffragette movement i definitely think um like yeah white women were doing their thing go them yeah but i think now that it's like they don't have to struggle for anything anymore and they're just like they're bored and like in a, so that they hop on top of everyone else's campaigns movements what what, what 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 because there's nothing now for them to do they've got power they've got privilege and so then they make every conversation about themselves or they try them thingy from their perspective and i don't understand it i'm just like uh, what um confused I don't know. People are just um, weird, hey? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so another unhappy penny of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Money does buy happiness. And you can't change your mind. Look. <laughs> <laughs> you disagree? Look. I don't think. Okay. And I've looking at where I am now mm-hmm. and looking at like my life what it looks like now um look <laughs> i can't believe you disagree i won't i i'm not fully disagreeing i'm just saying that um i'm just saying that i don't necess- i don't i don't disagree but i don't agree with it all right um okay elaborate 
give me a okay hold on there we go sorry this assignment thing a group assignment really just came in like oof, we need trouble okay <laughs> so like um look my this is my shtick and i think that money can be used to facilitate happiness and i do believe that money to a certain extent can buy a lot of happiness in life that being said i don't think you should base your happiness off of on money um okay. I get from the, right mm-hmm. those problems as to why they're not happy or feeling fulfilled is because they're not in a position where they're comfortable just about so much things you know what i mean yeah someone who's earning less of a minimum wage you know let's say like a domestic worker right and so yeah. that's because- you could only pay a domestic worker from three thousand and up, right? Mm-hmm. So they're not ex- they're not not happy, but the mm-hmm. thing is, you still need to pay for school for your kid. You know, you still need to pay for rent for wherever you live. Give them just that much amount of money that they need. Telling you all their problems is gonna fade away, and they are gonna be overall more happy than they are right mm-hmm. now. But the the reason I say that you shouldn't base happiness on your money on happiness is that um or happiness on your on money per, per solely is because look money more, like this is a fact more money does create more problems and like I think that like yes having money is amazing and it unlocks so much those and you can do so much with money but the problem is when you build your life around accessing money then it's never then there's never enough of it that's the first thing and then the second thing is that like you get it's not like the problems that it's not like all the problems in your life get solved if that makes sense like a lot of them do like obviously you know you can travel the world and you can live your and you can live your best life and on yachts and etc and what you know shake mass on a yacht in a thong but (laughs) and bye but the other problems you know there's certain things like look mental health you know money doesn't cure depression it makes it easier to find help but it doesn't cure depression money doesn't stop your partner from cheating on you money doesn't look beyonce jay-z still cheated on beyonce and beyonce is filthy rich even even um jeff bezos his wife divorced him money doesn't stop your partner from leaving you and it doesn't hurt those scars caused by that money can't stop a family member from passing away you yeah. know money right. can't like steve jobs it's just more money like, like a financial meaning you know what i mean because obviously yeah, no, I, and i give you cash i mean that's gonna change yeah it, right but when it comes from yeah. a position where your problems are to do with money. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I mean, look, it solves the problems that deal with, do with money, but the, what you said is the happiness. And that's what I'm saying is that, like, I definitely believe money facilitates, makes life easier. It makes finding being happy easier. Yeah. Um, definitely. But I don't think a person should base their happiness amount, ab- around the amount of money they have purely because not saying oh you know you shouldn't make money you shouldn't earn money because you should you need to sustain yourself and if you know what you if what makes you happy is expensive then you need to make enough money to sustain what makes you happy um but 
and so money in a i guess in a sense can buy certain happiness but i don't think it's healthy to so to um thingy money what's the word not to um prioritize money as your um avenue for happiness because then do with what you're saying but yeah i was like if you're earning less right obviously you're not thinking okay i need money in order to make it simple right you're thinking okay well i want to spend time with my kids that's what makes me happy yeah i'm with my kids i forgot now if i'm now working two jobs and they're at school yeah you know so just that amount can take away one job and create Mm -hmm. family time right because happiness doesn't yeah obviously doesn't come just from money but it comes from being able to spend time with people you love and do what you think will make you happy right yeah of course but this goes back to what I'm saying is that it makes live it makes being happier easier, but making money your thing for happiness is unhealthy because you get to a point where you think just throwing money at everything solves your problems, which it doesn't. Like I said, you can't money doesn't help grieving, it doesn't help depression, money doesn't help people from stealing from you, betraying your trust. Yes, money can help you, like it clears up time to spend with your family, but then in the same vein money doesn't stop you from having an abusive partner money doesn't stop your kid money doesn't make your children want to hang out with you you know what i mean like it's it makes it makes obtaining happiness easy but then setting money as the factor for happiness i think leads to unhealthy um unhealthy expectations in life because there's so many things like you cheat on your partner, your kids hate you. No amount of money yeah. you throw at your children will make them love you. You're just... Uh, okay, I get what and we... Exactly. Like, we, we, we see this everywhere. Like, you can have rich parents, and we know this as people our age, that, like, if our parents do something wrong and they buy something for us, it doesn't make us love them or trust them. It just may, It's just like, oh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. Like... So, like, I think, yes, it's great to have money. And personally, I want to have money. Um, but in your, don't make having money your pursuit of happiness. Ha- use money, I guess, as, like, an avenue to m- find what makes you happy. So, for me, I love traveling and I want to travel. I want to go everywhere. So, then I know that I want to use, I want to, money is just a means to achieving what makes me happy, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But it's not, it is not my happiness. My happiness yeah. isn't determined by how many zeros there are in my bank account. Hmm. Okay, fair enough. You know, my opinions change. Alrighty. Okay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, motivational speaker. You know, doing the damn things. <laughs> I'd be doing the damn things. Oh my gosh. Get me a TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Lord, yeah, no, it's a very interesting thing, I think, to think about. Like, what is money and what is happiness and, like, all of these things. Yeah. Like, I guess in the same vein, it's, like, taking risks in, like, oh, no, I guess this is my thing. This is my unpopular opinion. I don't think you should work for your parents, ever. I, know, I don't think you should. I think that 
too many people who end up working for their parents complain about not being free and not have being independent. And I think it's because you're working for your parents. Um, working I don't with. Either way, it becomes for. Think about it. Yeah. Like, even if you work with your parents, the dynamic is still, they're your parents. You still view them as an elder. So it's still yeah. technically working See, for them, even though... Come in and say, no, you're wrong. Exactly. What's up, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I think, parents, I think working with family in general is a problem. Mm-hmm. Because my parents work together sometimes. And mm. you could see them, like, you know, because they're both very headstrong, you know? Yeah. So it's always like, okay, but now, who's going to take it, you know? Yeah. And it strain because you see them around the house with that yeah. strain. Kind of like, okay, but you're around the house. Why not separate work from your home life? Yeah, you can't because you're living together, working together, you know. Yeah, and the thing is, I want to go into business sometime in life around like my late thirties, and I want nothing to do with my family being involved in my business. Yeah, yeah it's a nice like yeah. in and out, but mm-hmm. I don't want to work with my family. You know, like my parents always spoke about how my sister and I should work together. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, like I love my sister so much, but that's the thing. I don't want to compromise mm. the relationship. Because we don't mm. anything, you know. Mm. 100% agree. I would, it's, I even extend it to like my partner. I would never actively work with my partner. Exactly. My parents do the same thing, and I can, like, the most of their fights are like surrounded, are like around the working dynamic. And yeah. I just think it's unhealthy to have that dynamic in your relationship. And like, even certain things, like, my mom's an accountant. She, has degrees in accounting she knows what she's talking about my dad doesn't but he still like questions her decision making and I'm like look I'd rather just not be patronized by the person I'm with because that's what will happen I will be patronized like it won't end well it won't end with me like you know um it won't end with me like, oh, you know, being all happy and whatever, whatever, whatever. It's just yeah. gonna end with me like resenting my partner. Yeah. I rather just, you know, because the thing is, I'm very headstrong, and you are as well. And the thing is, literally, I hate yeah. When people tell me what to do, you know, like yeah. don't tell me what to do. I'm not gonna do it. And the problem literally. is, literally, I don't like having other people's ideas mixed in with mine. If I'm so headstrong about that one idea. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I'm yeah. in group work and I love like putting in everyone's ideas, but when I've got my own idea and like string set, that's how I want it to go and I won't come yeah. You know, it's the same thing for me. I... It's like my spouse and he's like, No, mm. compromise. I'm not gonna compromise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would not look it's my thing is is that I know I and I know how like messy I get when I'm arguing. I rather just avoid that situation altogether. Yeah. Like it's not worth my relationship and my mental health. Like, no business venture is worth that. And I don't think that, like, like I don't think that I should be involved involving those two worlds. Home is home. I come home, like, even, like, I even if I think if I was if married, my one rule would, like, in my house would be, like, look, work is in your office or at, like, work outside of that i like let's not do it because it's it's how you butt heads because you're going to disagree on something like 
unless you're complaining it comes to politics you know like Mm. i don't mind having a different political view from my husband Mm. but it's like let's not bring it into the home where Mm -hmm. it's a love environment Mm. because you're always buttheads and it will be a crazy situation you know Mm. so now you kind of want to walk in eggshells the whole time no let's not bring it into the home and let's not discuss it with people that we love you know yeah, uh, you know me and politics. That's always gonna be in my play. <laughs> like, <Fight>. <laughs> you know, fights. <laughs> but like, and I completely understand where you're coming from. Like, I rather not deal with like these things than kind of have to kind of try to find a workaround in the house that will like. Why create? I don't know. Why create conflict? And I like. Oh, <laughs> and I saw this thing. Like, parents, stop raising traumatized children, please. Like, like, parents need to stop raising traumatized children. It's not cute. It's <laughs> not, like, I don't know. Because I was like, it was this whole thing. Um, you, I don't know if you know Nella. She's a YouTuber. I love her work. And she was like, please, speaking of you truth, listen to her podcast? No, I don't listen to her podcast. I watch her videos please, on YouTube. Please, listen to her podcast press. I'm obsessed. <laughs> okay well i she speaks the truth i don't know like not like on no not her but like on one of the episodes one of her friends i think it was adiola was like look people please stop raising traumatized kids like enough's enough it's not cute it's not fun it's not hip it's not like stop raising traumatized babies because at the end of the day your kids are gonna go into the world and be complete assholes (laughs) My thing like, is that you can't expect to raise a perfect kid <laughs> if you're gonna go ahead and bring all this like nonsense into their head. You yeah, like, beat your kid and expect them to go to school with a perfect attitude. It's also, gonna- my thing is is like, look, my thing is is like, don't your kid is not you. Like your kid's life is in your life. So like, I understand that people like your kids exactly exactly i understand it's not, that cute. it's not cute i understand people have dreams people have things they want to achieve and that they didn't get to achieve when they were when they were children but people need to stop because when you raise your kids like w- when you raise your kids and with the intent of like your dreams being their dreams yeah. you make them damaged because then you become micromanagey and then your kids become annoying and then the rest of us in society have to deal with them and it's right. not cute. I think, Stop I, think I understand that parents want the best for their kids. I truly do. I get that, you know, in their mind, it's get a perfect education, go mm. into, you'll be set for life, you know. Mm. The, what you need to understand is that your kids are a product of your parenting. So yep. if all your kids come out, that that's all you. That really is just all you can't yeah. anyone else. That's just all you. Facts. So if somebody comes out wanting to hate the fact that you want them to do law or medicine or become wada wada wada, that's not an influence by someone else. That's your parenting. Yep. That's a helicopter parent and yep. take everything that they wanted to do. You know. Yep. Like, and don't stop that. Let them go into a field that can mm-hmm. you know have them set. But you know whatever they want to do. Preach. Another unpopular opinion of mine is. <laughs> If as a Christian, I'm not Christian. I was once upon a time, but I'm not now. 
but I am very critical of Christianity because it is the religion that I am bombarded with constantly. Um, as a Christian, if your intent is to save someone, then you're not actually Christian. Because if you read your good book, God already saved humanity. Yeah. So if you're trying to save someone, you don't think God did what God did done. Yeah. So then you don't believe in the book you're reading. Exactly. I think like, so one of our cousins, Ola, right? Mm. He uh, converted to... Hinduism, I think? Yeah, Hinduism or Buddhism. I think Buddhism. Mm. And my dad was like, yeah, but he's still young. He'll still come to his own. And I'm like, well, what do you mean? This guy is 30, I think over 30. And he's saying he's going to come to... What is come to who he is? Do you mean converting back to Christianity? Are you saying that someone isn't who they are unless they're Christian? Because mm. my, my mom, she was like, no, but he's a grown adult. He knows his decision. You know, no. you, converting isn't just something that you just wake up and do. And the thing is, he went to India and lived there and experienced the Buddhism uh, religion, you know. So he mm. made a decision. And my mom was like, well, he's an adult. That's something, that's a valid thing. He's not going to go ahead and like, convert back into Christianity, just be some hero you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's and it's mad and that's what i'm saying like look and that's another thing about people and especially african parents mind your goddamn business in your child's life once your child's an adult <laughs> and you don't pay their bills it has nothing to do with you their life literally has nothing to do with you go your merry way and be happy look and this is my chat like if this and this is what i'm like if you honest to god want to save someone and that is your just your entire existence for being Christian, then you're not Christian. Because all you want to do is impose your beliefs onto other people instead of having the understanding that God already saved and loves them. And so if God is real, when they die, there will be enough the world for them. And also yeah. this begs and this gives me the question, if God is an unconditional loving God, but you have to accept God in order to be loved by God. That means that God's love is not unconditional. Yo. Do you know what's so crazy? I've got so many questions on Christianity, you know? I've mm. been Catholic my entire life, right? And I'm still Catholic. Yeah. But people hate it when you ask like intense questions. Christians are. Yeah. Because they, they personally can't answer that question. So they'll just be like, go read the Bible. And it's like, yes, but we're mm-hmm. in the to understand what I'm asking, you know? And then, then it's always mm-hmm. like, people die, and you're like, well, why do they die? Then it's like, okay, well, God had a plan. I get that, but that's not comforting to me, you know? Because now if mm. I then I had that same mindset, God had a plan to take away my kid at 19. Is that going to settle you and you just go about your day? No, mm. it's not. You know, I just don't I, think most people understand what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, what I hate as well, like, oh, with Christians, selective Christian uh, Christianity. When they want to yep. nitpick things and just say, okay, I believe in this and this, everyone who doesn't go into hell, you know? Mm-hmm. I was in the class with this girl um, from the 10th grade to uh, my matric year, and we were in class one day, and she was like, all gays are going to hell. Mind mm-hmm. you, my friend's gay and he's in class looking mm-hmm. at her like what the fuck did she just say just mm-hmm. out loud she just wrote it all gays are going to hell mm-hmm. and i'm like number one you're not god who are you to 
him someone to hell literally personal belief on someone who's not like you you know and my thing is what i'm saying what i don't understand with this whole like going to hell thing is that god says that he makes people in their in his image right and he loves everyone how you know you know how like people are like everyone's made by god yeah and then they want to go ahead and say god doesn't make mistakes right now that contradicts because now they see everyone who isn't like them is a mistake so are you saying God makes mistakes? Is that what we're all going to go ahead Which means that God isn't perfect. <laughs> Lord. But this is what I was saying. I And this is another thing of mine. I don't think perfection exists. And that's just my opinion. I just don't think... Because look, or if perfection exists, that means being imperfect is perfect, which goes back to being that nothing, no perfection that doesn't exist. Because look, look, think about like this and the way i've been looking at it like all this time um if humans can die can change can grow can do wrong can do right can know the difference between wrong and right and we're made in god's image and likeness that means that god can change god has free will god knows the difference between wrong and right and this is what i'm saying i'm like look you can't have Nothing in the universe is predom- is purely perfect. Everything has this balance, this order. Where there's yeah. even in like pure, even just in physics, right? There's like even like at the, and this is my the the reach of my physics knowledge. When we get to like um atomic physics, when you get to like quirks, there yeah. quirks and there are anti quirks. You know, there's there's always a positive and a negative, and so look the fact that we can change and the fact that clearly in the bible god changes i don't think god was ever meant to be perfect i don't think if god is real god is perfect i think god i think perfection is understanding that nothing can be perfect and that like you know know the whole noah's ark story mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah i know towards the end of the story um Mm -hmm. when i kind of just like releases the floods and brings everyone back he kind of yeah. he, he apologizes for that. And for me, that's why would someone who's perfect apologize? Because that's now implying that that's made a what I was saying to people. You know I, I was mean? like, look, exactly. That's what I was saying. I was like, look, how do you? And people are like, no, he didn't apologize. He just said that he would never do it again. I'm like, that's an apology. I'm like, I don't think it takes a five year old to know that that's an apology. Man's yeah, was apologizing. Man said, "Look, I'm sorry. I'm never gonna do this again." And everyone was like, <laughs> "Perfection." <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, guys, I go ahead and I step on your shoe, and I'm like, "Oh, I won't do it again." And if I step on your shoe again, what is that? They expect me to be like, "Oh, sorry, I won't do it again." This is what I am tuning, uh, like. People, come on! You can't, you can't have your cake and eat it. Like, there's, like, there's, you like, there's perfection. No, 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 no. Like, you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. And this is my chat. Like, people, you need to choose a lane. <laughs> you need to choose a freaking lane. That's right. That's what I'm saying. This whole nitpicking thing. If you're gonna go ahead and sin, and then condemn other people who sin for going to hell I mean then where are you going if you're gonna go ahead and believe in sinning then believe in sinning and do better 
But if you're not going to go Need ahead better. and sin, go ahead and do whatever the hell. If I can meet someone who's never sinned and says they're a, a solid Christian, I'll let them say whatever the fuck they want to say. They can, they can go speak their mind and I'll be quiet. But there is no perfect Christian. Yep. There is and... no way to perfectionism as a Christian. Exactly. And the moral of the story is Christians be better. <laughs> like <laughs> my <Okay>. god <laughs> just be better yeah. that's what i'm tuning like i'm sorry i'm not here for uh, i'm not here to this is my thing like i've and i've been and everyone's always like i think why are you picking fights christians and i'm like look i'm the where i'm the where conveniently where i'm located in the world the people who tend to shove their religion down my throat the most are christians so yeah. sorry if you're and one the of the good ones. Something I've been being like, listen, I'll, I have to convert you to Hinduism. Literally, 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 and if you be like, listen, if you're not Muslim, you're going to hell. Exactly, and if you're black, you know, you know it. Yes, they're good white people, but we all say fuck white people. Like it's the same shit. It's the same thing, and I'm gonna keep saying it. Until you like, come on, you can't have the double standard. They're both quite oppressive groups, in my opinion. And it is my, what is it? It's my opinion. <laughs> I think there's so much good in Christianity, and that's why I'm still Catholic. And I just hate that people don't see that side of it because of everyone else just coming and shoving it down their throat, you know? Mm. Like, I was having this conversation, and look, God forbid, whoever was in that conversation wasn't Christian. Because mm-hmm. this law was going ham. And I'm like, you can't, you can't say this. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's going to get your points. You know, like what you're doing right now is damaging, number one, mm-hmm. for Christian, and number two, for people to accept Christianity. Mm-hmm. You know? Like it's so ridiculous because now how are you going to be so negative about what you believe in all that? And mm-hmm. then you'd be like, yeah, you know what? You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, gosh what i'm saying i don't know my chat is people need to just relax people need to relax people need to chill life's not that deep <laughs> like okay, unpopular opinion mm-hmm. looks matter when it comes to meeting someone new and that won't change my mind you know people always on like this type of oh personality this no looks matter i'm thinking i'm thinking you just look think- okay Think about if you're I at a club agree. and some guy yeah. who's like a two comes up to you and you got like a pink, like a 10 out of 10 pink personality. Personally, mm. I won't know because the chances that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just go talk to someone who's a two out of 10, you know? Yeah. And look, I'll be me, I'll never know his personality. But if I am in like a group setting with friends, of course I'll get to know him. But at first glance at a night out when I'll never mm-hmm. see him again, probably, I will. Yeah. But okay, you know, seven, a six, mm-hmm. or like it comes up to me, I'll take it 100%. Whether they've got a good or bad personality, the conversation that follows through afterwards will determine whether or not I'm actually into this person, you know. Okay, you know what? I can get behind that. I can, I can, because I think it does to a large extent matter. TBH, I mean, okay, I guess meeting a new person, it does matter. Because, yeah. like, the first thing I see, I don't see your personality, like, flowing exactly. around you. Exactly. I see, like, your looks. So if I'm attracted yeah. to you physically, then it matters. 
but when it comes to knowing a person like after like a, like ending up like I guess being coming serious then I guess like personality does matter because I have had a lot of friends who like I've had crushes on purely because of who they are as people and not what they look like so like, I would agree like with that friend sitting where I'm like at a party at a friend's house a hundred percent I'll get someone because I'm I'm a ra- there's not that many people and I have to conversate with so many people you know did so you, you just say conversate like- <laughs> <laughs> not the conversate <laughs> not the conversate <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that fine is that proper English no <laughs> just a conversate I think I made Cons- that up <laughs> okay I'm having different conversations right Mm-hmm. it's african-american slang to conversate but it's not like it's not proper english not me with my british english not me with my this is embarrassing i'm sorry <laughs> i was raised right okay uh, but obviously i talked to you you know what i mean because um shit now i lost my points oh my gosh snap okay Wait, okay, say something. I just lost my phone. Uh, <laughs> throw me out there. Just throw me out there. Oh, okay. I know what I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> you can go from being like a five or like a four in looks and get bunked up to like a six comfortably. Mm-hmm. The personality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's like a 50-50 thing. I think like looks and personality need to be like... um. <laughs> There needs to be like a healthy ratio type of yeah. vibes. You know what? Honestly, what 40 60. 40 60, like 60 looks. No, personality 60, 40 looks. Because uh, 40, okay. you know, it's quite a percentage. That's not a small percentage. Yeah. 60, you know, the personality is what takes you. So it's what carries it through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could be paying a 10 out of 10. And your personality could drop you down to like a seven. You know okay, I mean? yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, it's weird because, mm, I don't know. I think definitely, it's going to definitely be like a 50-50 thing for me. Because like, it has to be, the ratio has to be equal. It has to be a linear graph. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, <laughs> so like, if you miss, literally... Um, like if you <laughs> yeah means that I'm sure you all know, but it's it's a straight line basically. Basically, yeah, it needs to be a straight line because, like, look, I so if you're like if you have like a ten out of ten personality and you have a zero for looks, that's fine. And if you have like a zero for personality and like a ten out of ten for looks, that's See, fine for me as well. What I mean, because I. I mean, like, as much as I should be madly in love with whoever want to marry's personality, mm-hmm. I need to look at you and be like, wow. Not only do you have a pink personality, but you're beautiful, you know? So for me, looks have to be that little bonus, you know? Because personally, like, I wouldn't rate myself, but I do think I'm, like, somewhat good looking, mm-hmm. you know? But I would say that my personality does top my looks, which overall does top my... Mm. kind of a bitch I think my looks top my personality <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue, I can't argue. You're very thinking about it now 
I think my because that I'm I'm such a bitch. I think my personality like very much my looks very much overweigh my personality <laughs> because I could not give up food. <laughs> no, don't break yourself down. Oh my gosh, um, I could not be bothered. <laughs> oh my god. So you would say that someone would rather see you from your looks than your personality first. I don't think it's a rather situation. I would love someone to very much definitely rather love my personality than my looks. I'm just looking yeah. off of statistics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at I'm just looking okay. at the statistics. Um look. <laughs> I know myself. Mm-hmm. Well enough to know that genuinely speaking given the given who I am as a person people gravitate more to my looks than they do to my overarching personality yeah I don't know okay, um, you know okay maybe it's because I'm your family <laughs> but I don't know I gravitate more towards your personality yeah it's because you're my family <laughs> okay if I was looking from like an outside it's kind of weird still Okay, listen. If I was looking from the outside, right? I think I'll still look at your personality because personally to me, you've got one of the most unique personalities I've ever met. And that's me. Yeah. Because not everyone I know is like, yeah, you get people who are like straight up and whatever, but I don't know, with you it's just a bit weird. You know what I mean? Because not only are you straight up, but you're extremely stupid with yourself, you know? Mm. Not many people are it's ruthless, is what it is. Cut a bitch. someone who can be so stern but as well mm. like so jokey you know mm, mm-hmm, 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 and you get mm-hmm. along with so many people like all my friends and I mean all of them love you so much like, I have one friend <laughs> say one <laughs> say one bad thing about you even admit you like you'll always be first and they'll be like Zola I love your cousin and I'm like shit okay great you know Hey, okay, yeah, I could go behind that. I could definitely get behind that. I think it's just my attachment issues then. Because someone just messaged me and they're like, and they're like, we haven't talked in two weeks, so I'll leave you alone like you wanted. And I'm like, look, look, if you don't talk to me in two weeks and you're trying to act like we're married, best believe, <laughs> best believe, like you're not going to get a reply from me because I'm that person. Like, you know me, I will, I don't need to talk to a person for like a month. And then when I talk yeah. to them, don't things don't feel different to me like things feel the same so i don't know i think definitely i'm still like you know learning my way around town making my way downtown walking <laughs> fast <laughs> love it okay so i've got mm. one more unpopular opinion mm-hmm. and i think my hopeless romantics might go against what i'm thinking Mm-hmm. But marriage is highly scary, and not overall, but for some aspects of marriage, I just don't agree, agree with it. Which is why I say marriage is so scary. Mm, mm, I can get behind. Mm, hmm. Yeah, because I get that like people but have marriage as a contract, right? And yeah, I, I yeah. kind of see where they're coming from, and I think your vows, all those promises that make up the contract. But as well, it's like I know that some people were like, if we're married, we're married. That's done. It'll never end. Yeah. And they go yeah. ahead and they, they 
survive in this toxic marriage mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. but how are you supposed to better yourself on a daily basis mm-hmm. if you're in just a toxic environment because of what you overall believe in you know yeah i agree like <sighs> And that's my, yeah, I get what you mean. I also just think being tied to someone for the rest of your life and being expected to, like, actually, like, like them. <laughs> okay, see, there, the... I, there, why I don't understand is because I've never been in love, right? Mm. Never mm-hmm. had, oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Maybe mm-hmm. I will probably get there one day, but it's, like, it's so hard for me to believe, you know? Like, can I mm-hmm. really just spend the rest of my life? With this one oak, like mm-hmm. this one dude, it's kind of crazy. And we get married so young. I mean, twenty people would be getting married at twenty and living together forever. That's crazy to me. Yeah, like yeah, that's my chat. It's just it's yeah, especially at this age. And this is my thing. I don't know. I'm like, I felt it just end when it ends. Okay, I have been in love, but like. look it's nothing new i feel like i fall in love very quickly (laughs) (laughs) like but like i have fallen in love um and like have i wanted to spend the rest of my life with the person yes but i don't think it's the rest of my life and like actually getting married type of vibes it's like the rest of my life in terms of like the foreseeable future until the love fades type of vibes um because i do think it does fade and that's why i do think a lot of people get divorced because a lot of people feel forced to be married like in that sense but i definitely think that you'll never love the person the the same amount you did when you first compared to 20 years later 40 years later you know, like I don't expect mm-hmm. to love the same as the day we got married to the day our kid graduates. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. 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 It's weird. It's so weird. Like, um, I don't know. Like, would, I'm trying to think of it. Like, I don't know. Would I? Yeah, no, I don't know. I just don't think I can like stay committed for that long <laughs> like and being exactly honest that, right? I'm not mm-hmm. it's just that like even thinking about going into a relationship you know like I'm 19 mm-hmm. and I'm still young and I'm not really looking into a relationship mm-hmm. but like when I'm nice to people yo like I'm actually not down to like commit like that mm-hmm. they're always like yo but like that's the last thing I would have thought of you you know and it's like mm-hmm. yeah like I cry about not being in a relationship but it's actually yeah. kind of scary to think about that I've got to stick to this one person for however long it goes you know mm-hmm. so I'm not afraid of commitment it's just that 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 sense of now it's just us you know yeah yeah it's I wouldn't I, I don't know that doesn't it doesn't give me exactly like I probably try up like a try out like an open relationship type of situation I don't think I could do like a like a see I'm too jealous for that not jealous but like I don't know it's just it's just a bit weird for me you know to think that I can be in a relationship with this person but this person also kind of in a relationship with someone else 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, like, yeah, I wouldn't even. But hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> you a couple of go. Like, hear me out. Um, I think as long as you're being safe, mm-hmm. using a condom. <laughs> I don't think it's and... bad. Like, I would hate for them to come and be like, so I spend the day with this person, and this is what happened. Yeah, I could see myself getting really jealous as well. I wasn't like, even I seeing someone. Dangle you in my head, you know. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Mm, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. for that day. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a very like, jealous as, person. As much as you like, don't want to show it, I think you are just a little bit possessive, you know. I'm a, yeah. I feel like I try to act cool, but I'm an extremely possessive person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like snuggling, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I'll get bored in my room and go down to my mom and just go snuggle her, right? Because like, I mm-hmm. need that kind of like touch. So it's like now when I'm like with somebody, like I do, I don't want to just snuggle you. I want to be in your skin, mm-hmm. you know. Like I, I want to be within you. I want to be mm-hmm. one. If I can't get that hundred percent because you're like with someone else, kind of. Yeah. It's like I can feel it, you know. Like I can feel when someone doesn't love me the same way I love them, you know. I've had yeah. that before with friends, and that dude, it was brutal. Like yeah. that is worst feeling and I wouldn't wish it upon anybody like I love this hun more than she loved me and I was like snap even though we're boys I can still mm-hmm. see that you're saying the same energy and it breaks me but I just mm-hmm. can't oh, I feel like you're not loving me back the same way you know because you can tell me that you can but I can, I can feel that you don't yeah actually it's yeah it is actually hectic and the sad reality is that like <laughs> you can't really stop love from fading once it's gone it's gone but like it it, it hurts like a motherfucker because like especially really if like hurts. you're the one who doesn't really feel you don't feel the same or the other person doesn't feel the same but you feel like way more than they feel yeah and i think if like it was because of another party i would probably kill that person <laughs> this is why I say I'm possessive. Being realistic. Can't say this out loud. Can't say this out loud. But if it was because of another person, I would commit arson. <laughs> I would. <laughs> oh no, like, imagine. Imagine. Like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think about my life. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm extremely possessive. I'm not like a cuddly person i don't do that i haven't cuddled i don't think i've ever cuddled with my i don't think i've cuddled with my mom in like (laughs) yes (laughs) but like and just being honest i can't go a day without a hug you know really sometimes come and wake me up and she'll like hug me until i wake up i used to hug people all the time until i wake up but you like hug me now i'll just wake up with her there you know yeah um like i don't know i i can't i don't i used to hug people all the time when i was in high school and then i came here and i just couldn't um but like hmm, i don't know i don't think i'm cuddly cuddly i I, maybe i I think i'd get annoyed (laughs) i think honestly i think i would get really annoyed yeah i don't know 
I can't even describe it. Just like, because my love language is physical touch and communication, right? Yeah. So I want someone who I can cuddle with. And as I'm cuddling, you tell me about your day. You know, mm-hmm, or you just mm-hmm, tell me mm-hmm. something. I don't, I don't care what the hell it is. Mm-hmm. Just let's chat. Yeah, I can get, get get behind that. I think my biggest thing is that, like, look, I think my thing is physical presence. I don't think it's physical touch. So, like, I want to be around you, but I don't want to touch you. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's very difficult for me to touch the person I'm, like, th- like I actually have feelings for. Yeah. But, like, definitely it's very much around physical presence rather than, like, can I physically touch you? Because I'd probably be like, eh, please don't touch me. But also, yeah. I think I have become a lot, like, a lot of my walls have gone up since I moved back to South Africa because it's just different. And also because I lived with the people that I went to high school with for, like, years. Yeah. And I was way more comfortable with, like, hugging and this and that and the other. But being back here, like, those walls have gone back up. So now, like, now hugging makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So, I mean... I think for me, I kind of relate to that as well because although I love hugging, if I don't like feel like if your your presence just doesn't mesh well with me or your yeah. presence feel good to me, yeah, have, you know, like the most I'll do is a good handshake. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. This one dude that I don't necessarily like, but I kind of like thought I would like this guy, mm-hmm. but. Um, the more I hung out with him, I'm just like, okay, well, this guy isn't actually that good of a guy, you know? Mm-hmm. And just dropping things and just saying things that I was just like, okay, well, you really shouldn't be saying that, you know? Yeah. So, um, and you dropped like, these kind of condescending jokes, you know? Yeah. So I was kind of like, so then, like, as the time went on, I'm like, dude, your aura is actually kind of toxic. And I'd always find myself shifting away from him more mm-hmm. the point mm-hmm. where, you know? The entire time, mm. no sitting down or standing up, you know, in line or whatever. I just feel like people, ugh, God, just, yeah, no, I don't know. People, some certain people's presences annoy me. So I'm just like, and when I'm annoyed, I'm annoyed. So I'm just like, please leave me alone. I also need yeah. like my space. Like, if a person can't give me my space, then I don't want it. Like, yeah. my gosh, but it is an hour. <laughs> so, I'm a bit over, hey. Yeah. Over than our usual time. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I did enjoy this. I got a lot into it, you know. Yeah, no, same, same. I think we did talk about a lot of stuff. Um, it's yeah. good being back. Um, Loved it. Can't it's promise like, y'all. <laughs> I could say consistency. That's asking for a lot. Yeah, we have lives within like a month. You know. Yeah, um, just watch. The news will make me angry. Twitter will make me angry, and I'll pop off, and we'll, we'll be back. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Oh my gosh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys want to, you know, um, keep track, just hit us up on Instagram. <laughs> at even since they not handled, hey? Guy Claude. Mine is at Guy Claude. Um, G-U-Y-C-L-A-U-D. Um, and Zola's is at... Um, it's Zola and Ziva. Um, but go. I think we'll just write them down somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye.